0: Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasick and special guests on hashtag Kangaroos. So before we start today's show, I wanted to get a word from our sponsor. So who here has tried to sell a house and been tied by a real estate agent? Yeah, mate. Yeah, this piece of shit of a house, I'll get you 800000 for this. No worries at all. Only to be told three weeks later, nah, or two weeks later, or whatever, oh, no, nah, you, you'll have to drop the prices. You're just not getting any interest. And then it gets passed at auction, and you're stressed out trying to sell it, because you've got mortgage payments, bills, and everything else that comes with life. Well, stress no more. Barry Plant Craigieburn will look after you without the stresses of trying to sell a house. I've had first-hand experience in selling a house with Barry Plant, and have smashed the reserve price quite easily both times. Also, if you are looking at renting an investment property, they'll look after you as well with getting the best tenants possible with thorough background checks. You don't have to do anything except watch the rent come into your account. Barry Plant will take care of everything. No stress and no worries. Just ask for Damien Cavalli at uh, Barry Plant Craigieburn or any of the other friendly staff and they will look after you. Just say hashtag kangaroos or Dean, or Dean Vasick recommended you. Also, Damien's a North supporter, so he's more than happy to ch- chat about North while he's uh, looking after your best interest as far as buying or selling a house or even renting an investment property. So just call Barry Plant Craigieburn on 9305 5533 or go to www.barryplant.com.au. Anyways, that's it. On with the show. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vassie. You can find me on Twitter at hashtag Kangas or on Instagram at hashtag kangaroospodcast. So today I was joined by a couple of people, Mark hello and Frank Descalzo, to talk about the controversy over the Jason orn Francis uh, situation, so yeah, I was joined in a three way yeah uh, chat uh, and as Pepper Brooks would say Usually you pay double for that kind of action. yes exactly pepper well said um so yeah now we just uh, talked about uh. Pretty much the Jason on Francis thing. Uh, We did have a deal today. Griffin, Logan, Darcy Tucker came to North Melbourne. We discussed that as well. But it's predominantly uh, a Jason on Francis uh, episode, and uh, we talked a lot about that. So, anyways, I won't hold you up anymore. I'll bring on Mark and Frank right now. All right, so I'm joined by panel experts. Uh, First time I've had uh, you boys on together, Mark and Frank Descalzo. Uh, Mark, hello, of course. Now, um, we're obviously here to talk about Jason and Francis, uh, the controversy that's happened there. But before we start, we've obviously had a deal come through uh, in the last uh, few hours. Um, we've, we've acquired Griffin Logue and Darcy Tucker for a future second. And basically that's it because it's an exchange of future thirds as well and a future fourth rounder, which might not get used anyway. Uh, you guys, you boys, I'll start with you, Mark. Are you, you happy with that deal?
1: Very happy, yeah. I, I think we've given them a future fourth and they've given us a future third, so we, we actually win on that side of it as well. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, right. that's right. Yeah, so so that that's uh, we've got an extra future third going uh next year, uh, given we've just given away uh one for Tucker, so we get that back essentially. Um, so we've we've uh, we've come out of this really well. I mean, given it was from given to us from the AFL, you have to be very happy with that. And uh, Logue feels a serious need for us down back Um, so you know putting aside everything else that's going on I'm absolutely thrilled with that that's two you know bonus players that's come in you you couldn't have asked couldn't have expected us to do a much better job with what the the priority picks the AFL gave us
0: yeah 100% now now, Frank are you surprised that uh, Fremantle didn't ask for a bit more than what um, than uh, Hmm. what they got
2: uh, look yeah probably uh, Dean but I, I guess I mean they always we always everyone makes noises about oh, <coughs> you know we could have walked into the preseason draft but it so really happens that you sort of think yeah Frio could have uh, put their foot down and sort of demanded it mm. a bit more but um you know maybe the threat was genuine maybe Frio actually thought that it might happen um so yeah uh, look I think it's probably a win for us but the one thing I will say Dean is that I think Griffin, Lowe's is going to fill a massive void for us. But mm. um, I, I don't think we're getting an all-Australian centre-half back. We're getting a, a, a guy a, that really fits a role that we desperately need. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It, it, we needed it, other
2: helped,
1: t- it, it helps them get Jackson too, Dean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Getting I'll,
1: that deal done. And that they can't afford to muck around. They've got to get that moving. So the sooner they know what they've got, the easier they can start negotiating on the Jackson thing.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it, done it? So I think that's their number one priority <clears throat> at the moment. They did make a last-minute play to try and keep Griffin Low, from what I understand, yeah, I saw that. With, all the, with all the controversy that's been happening. So I think it's just good to get that deal out of the way. And it's good that uh, someone actually wants to come to the club and wants to show a bit of loyalty to us. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into that uh, now. Uh, we might as well talk about um, what we're here for, and that's Jason on Francis ask for mm. a trade back to Port Adelaide. Um, what were your initial thoughts
1: on it all, Mark? Um, I, I I look I I I said this um a few months ago that um if he hadn't extended by the time we got to the trade period we had to really consider what was going to be best for the club, um, but but I said that thinking Clarko was set in stone at that point and that the decision was based on him being there where so it's a bit more clouded now that it's happened after the controversy around Clarko. But that said, there was plenty of time for him to extend, knowing that Clarko was going to be coached before um, the controversy started around the Hawthorne issue. So I'm I'm not sure how much that's played in this. Um, But so there'd be a number of supporters who would have looked at this and gone, you know, um, Clarko's come in, let's just roll the dice and hope that Clarko, you know, Spending six eight months with Clark, I will convince him that North's the right place to stay. But um, there were a lot of issues throughout the year, and I'm not convinced he's been right. It's been a good fit for um, either him or us from a cultural perspective. And if Port Adelaide can can come up with a deal that satisfies us, and it'll have to be more than what they've offered so far, um, we can discuss what that should be. But um, I, I, I think we probably have to move on. But it, that said, if, they, if the deal's not right and if Brady Rawlings and the club don't feel it, it's reasonable, so if they don't move from where they are now uh, to at least uh, a pick, I would say, in the top 20, another pick in the top 20, or a player, then we're quite within our rights to keep making him come back. I don't think it'll be a very pleasant situation for anyone if he does come back, but uh, they'll have to work through that.
0: Yeah, I think it's almost certain that he's gone, to be honest with you. I, I don't yeah. think there's any um, way he can come back from, um, yeah, this, uh, it does look like supporters are really behind him as well. He, it, they uh, did go on on his Instagram page, uh, The Best and Fairest. Um, he, he put a post up on The Best and Fairest Night, and uh, there's a lot of comments with snake emojis and all that sort of thing. He took the comments down, um, I think. Mm. Yeah, probably you probably might have taken it a bit personally. What about your,
2: yourself, Frank? Uh, what were your thoughts about it all? Uh, look, I was probably disappointed, boys, like everyone else. The the one thing though is, um, I don't buy into this is this is a decision uh, because of uh, you know what may or may not happen with Clarkson because Ken Hinkley's hardly on stable footing at Port. We saw that yeah. this year when they went zero and five, there was smoke everywhere that he might not see yeah. at the end of the year. So I think this is probably the most disappointing thing for me, Dean is. I'm getting the impression that this was his plan right from the start was to I agree. go yep. pick one, come over here, have a go, yep. see how things worked out. But ultimately, unless we played finals or, or something like that, in the back of his mind, he was going back. And that probably explains a little bit of his attitude and, uh, and, and, and things like that. Because you rarely see that in a first year player anywhere in the AFL. So I got a feeling he was kind of almost stoking the fire uh, to to give himself leverage. And this thing about Clarkson, I think that's just his manager, uh, you know, uh, pretending that that was what broke the the camel's back. But I don't believe that. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I've got uh, big character concerns with him anyway. Now. Now, it wouldn't, but like, you know, it might, might be an excuse, uh, the whole Clarkson thing, but you can't question that when, he's, when his stepfather is, is in jail, um, who's just recently gone to jail. He's been sentenced to four years, a former AFL oh, player. Oh, uh,
1: oh, sorry, Dean, yeah. I, think, I think that story that broke yesterday about his father, I think that was uh, disingenuous. I think his father's already been, and uh, his stepfather's already been to jail and come out again. I think that's an old story from quite a fair way back. Uh, that somehow got re-released yesterday to make it look like he'd just gone in. I, I think that was uh, that's it's been corrected since. So his father, his stepfather, isn't in prison at the moment. That's not right. He's be, he's been oh, but he in. Has, he's been. He has out. been
0: in prison though.
1: He has. That's quite right. But he's not. He's not there now. It's not like he has to go back to support his mother because Fabian's just gone in. That's that. Which is people portraying that yesterday. That's not the case. Okay. Yeah, um, well,
0: that clears it up a little bit. Um, but still, yeah. like his his father did go to, my oh, stepdad did go to jail. Yeah, he changed yes. his last name to it, and, and his stepfather assaulted yes. his ex wife for ten years. Um, this is it wasn't mm. just the one off isn't. It? This is a uh, this Joke, continually so. happened. So I I've got to question: his character, you know, someone that he looks up to, he wants to go play, you know, football where his um, you know, stepfather played, change his last name to his stepfather. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's worse than anything uh, Clarkson, you know, we'll find out about it as well. So,
1: yeah, we'll correct exactly.
0: So, I'll, I'll, it, doesn't, yeah.
1: it doesn't wash, does it? It doesn't no, wash no, as an excuse.
0: Does. Yeah, I mean, uh, I expected him to, you know, play six or seven years then probably go home after that. Um, like, similar to Patrick Dangerfield or, or someone like that, but not after one year, just to up. Um yeah, it's it's quite uh, it's quite disappointing. Now, is a generational talent? There's no doubt about that. He's got a lot of talent. Um, how much does this hurt the club, Mark?
1: Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't. If if this if there was no Clarko issue going on at the moment, I'd say it doesn't hurt the club at all. It just it just feels like everything's coming on top one thing on top of another at the moment, and and I and I honestly believe, um and I hope that the Clarkson situation will have to resolve itself, and Fagan, for Brisbane Lions sake, will have to resolve itself fairly soon because the AFL can't have a team that they've just given two priority picks to being left in this situation for weeks and weeks on months on end where the players don't know who's coaching them. With It's already, it's going to, regardless of the fact we've got Logan Tucker in, I'd say it's affected us with Hunter. I'd affect us... Uh, it affected our chances of getting a lot of other players through this period that we were were going up. We were going to be very aggressive, and Clarkson was going to be very aggressive. And that's been made very difficult now because of this situation. So the AFL can't let that that Clarkson situation, Fagan, run through till Christmas. North will have to know who's coaching them sooner rather than later. So they either are going to have to... I think they're going to have to progress with um, the investigation and at least hear from Fagan and Clarkson fairly soon. So it becomes a bit clearer about what where that's going to end up. And, and then if look if if the accusers aren't comfortable with the AFL running the investigation, well they can they can pursue it uh, through the courts if that's what they you know wish to do. But at some point um, he's got a five year contract with us, and Fagan's got a contract with Brisbane. They've got to be allowed to pursue their trade uh, unless they're proven guilty of something serious. So. I, I don't think that can drag on for too much longer. For the sake of you know both clubs and the AFL and everything else. Now, if they're guilty, they're guilty, and then obviously the, the consequences will be severe. But it, it can't just dangle in the air forever. I think that that'll have to move forward. Otherwise, the consequences for North will become a lot more severe. Because you imagine, I mean, we as supporters, look how it, it distressing it is for us not knowing what's happening there. Then you go into the trade period. You've got suddenly this is a lot bigger story than it would have been if Clarkson had been there. Because his view would be, we only want players committed to the culture of the club. You know, you're getting on the bus, as he put it, at the best and fairest, or you're not. Um, and he would have done everything he could to convince um, both T- Taran Thomas and um, Jason Horn francis about the direction he was taking, as he did with Zerhar. And if they're not committed, then he wouldn't want them at the club. So I don't think I don't think... In a normal situation, I don't think he would be too upset with this. Just in the same way, Hawthorne weren't that upset when Gary Ablett Senior wouldn't behave himself at Hawthorne uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, and they eventually had to move him to Geelong because he just wasn't the right cultural fit, even though they knew he was an insane talent. Um, Sometimes you've, you've got to look at the overall club above one single player. And I know we haven't had a number one draft pick for a long time, and he's a freakish talent, but... Uh, as is Tarrant Thomas for that matter, but I hope and hopefully now it now looks like we'll keep him. But I think you've got to look at the overall group first and then at the individual player second. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, no, pretty, I think that's probably the way, I think that's the way they're looking at it.
0: Yeah, pretty well said, I think. Uh, did you want to add any, anything to that, Frank?
2: Oh, the one thing I'd say, boys, is um, I think uh, we don't want to be known as the club that balks at picking interstate kids. Uh, I Mm. think then it sets a trend where, you know, you've got pick one or pick two and then you start to hear the murmurings of, oh, you know, I don't want to go to Vic or I don't want to go here. I think we did the absolutely right thing. He was probably the best available player that we had access to. So you take him. It didn't work. Now, the only way we lose this is if we give him up for, you know, a a packet of magic beans. So Mm. as I've said before, we just need to be – very, very brave, uh, a la Geelong with Tim Kelly. And if yeah. we don't get what we think's fair, we bring him back and he plays another year with us. And then we revisit this at the end of next year. But uh, it's, it's all well and good to pick a young kid, take the risk. He wants to go back. Well, now we've got the keys to the car. Yeah. It's, up, it's up to us to really stand firm. Brady Rawlings has come out and said, you know, two first rounds isn't going to be enough. Well, you know, you've 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 stuck the uh, flag in the ground, Brady. So let's make sure that that's what we stick to and get something decent back.
0: In saying that, Frank, I'll, I'll continue with you. Um, what would you like to get back in the deal now? Now, two first rounders is, is you know is a starting point. Yep. I think for him, um, I think if we can get a you know, a young yeah you know, promising talent coming through. I mean, Zach Barters would be nice, but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, any. Anything else you'd like? You know, would you like another top-ten pick with it or maybe a young player that uh, they've talked about? Well, I watched Josh Sin
2: uh, the previous yeah. year for Sandy and he yeah. was uh, you know, touted as a, a very early pick. So when you think about it, Dean, uh, you know, you're, you're literally getting three first-round picks if, they, if you get access to Josh Sin. You know, you know Victorian boy, hard-running half-back flanker, sort of like in the Josh Goder style. So uh, Miles Bergman's another one. Um, that's what I think would be the absolute minimum that you would take. But I've got no problem with them going for Zach Butters and aiming high, and then you know coming down a step.
0: What about uh, what about you, Mark?
1: Um, yeah, I don't disagree with Frank. I think um, they do. They do have to hold firm. I think he's, Frank's spot on saying Brady's put his flag in the ground. They can't then turn around and um, say, so oh, look, we at the last second, yep, we've, we've copped that deal. I think I, I don't like the idea of him coming back now because I think it's going to be an issue with other players and supporters. I think it'd be difficult given he didn't integrate particularly well before, before now, unlike you know, X who, who um, wanted to go to St Kilda, but he loved North Melbourne and he was a popular player there. So it was easy for him to come back. I don't think it will be easy. For Jason or france to come back, so I think Brady's bluffing a little bit, um, but he will have to carry through on the bluff. So my view would be is if they can't get a player that wants to come from Port, then it's got to be say um, a pick, uh, you know, this pick, so pick eight, future first, and something in the tops, you know, 17 or 18, um, if it's going to be another another pick that they that they go after. I think if they got something like that done, I think it, everyone will accept it. Um, but it can't it can't be like this, this year's first, next year's first and a third round. I don't think that'll go down well. So um, I, the onus is on Port Adelaide. They've, they've obviously promised the family they'll get this done. They must know that it's almost going to be an impossible task for him to go back there without being absolutely miserable now. So they've, they've got to get this done. And I, I think the, the junior Rioli thing is going to be interesting now because they're going to have to put that in the back burner a bit. Um, Jack Graham's got burnt over it already. So I, I think they, I think they'll throw, they'll panic and I think they'll throw everything at getting the deal done in the end.
2: So and the other thing the other thing go. Mark, I was going to say is if he did come back, I wouldn't put it past the Adelaide. If they try and threaten us with I oh, will walk him to the preseason draft, I don't think Port would want to have to worry about Adelaide getting involved because you've got to remember they're, they're the only club that's matched uh, a bid on a, a restricted free agent in, in Dangerfield or threatened to. In order to get what they felt was a fair trade, so I, I think Adelaide would be a club that'd go, mate. You, we're absolutely going to take you in the preseason draft if you're available. Yeah, hundred well, percent.
0: Well, he's still got another year left on his contract, so the only thing he could do was sit out the year if he didn't want to come back. If he was that desperate, um, but don't, then don't
1: think don't think he would do that.
0: I don't think it would get that that uh, serious. I think if. Yeah. To be honest, I think if we got offered two first rounders and a promising young talent like a Josh Sin, like a, I'd love to get him. If they sort of said, "All right, well, we cave and we'll give you him," um, I think we'd probably take that. Um, would you Absolutely. agree with that,
1: mate? I'd be rapt to get Josh Sin. He mm-hmm. he, he can run a hundred in about eleven point one seconds. He's super quick, beautiful kick. He's a left footer, so you know Clarko's going to love him. Um, so I'd be I'd, I'd be I'd be thrilled with that. I think North were looking at him last year anyway uh, as a prospect. So um, if, if, we, if we hadn't finished last, I think Josh Shin early in the year, I know he dropped down, dropped down a bit in the pecking order by the end, but, yeah, no, I, I think they'd definitely take that. Um, good character. He'd be a terrific get for us. I think they'd love to get him. What about you, Frank? I'm sure, I, I'm sure yeah. he's good mates with Will Phillips and those guys, knows them all well. I, I, yeah, I think that'd be great.
0: Yeah, what about you, Frank? Would you be happy with something like that? Yeah,
2: Yeah. absolutely. Dean. Yeah, I agree 100% with Mark. I think, uh, you know, he's still got a huge upside, um, very, very young still, and it gives us um, an, another pick this year to, to start to really build that young uh, talent. So that, I think, would be the bare minimum. But, again, as I said, no harm in asking for butters or, uh, you know, going for something crazy. Uh, and, mm. and, and setting your mark high and see where, where Porter at.
1: Yeah, bash and bruise them a little bit till they just feel like they've got to get something done.
2: Well, you know, and the funny thing is, Mark, how many times have you heard stories about this that come out later where a player all, didn't want to move, but then finds out his name's been offered. And then all yep. of a sudden, you know, it starts to rock the boat a little bit. And before you know it, they, they go. We saw with like Jake Stringer, you know, the, the, the exit interview was what upset him. And that was well, enough. He,
1: that's hundred percent. And then his dad rings him up and goes, "Mate, for an extra, you can move home and earn an extra one hundred fifty thousand a year. Think about what that'll do for your future."
2: Mm. So Correct. So thing, things can change. Things can change. Yep. So I'm glad that they they asked for the uh, for the, for the, for the big audacious sort of trade. and and let's see what what Port have got to offer. Yeah. yeah
0: with, the, with Zach Butters, let's say he sort of says, "Yeah, I want to, Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to go to North. Yeah, I'm." I've bought in. Um, would it be a straight swap, or do you think, like, uh, we'll I could go with you, Mark? Uh, do you, or do you think we'll need more than just a you know, straight oh, no. swap? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. It'll be pick eight plus
2: butters. Absolutely. Yeah, Frank? Well, I mean, uh, that's what we would love. There's no doubt Port would say no. But again, this is where we need to be brave and go, all right, well, if that's not what you want, then that's fine. He'll come back and have a kick with us next year. We'll back ourselves to change his mind. Otherwise, we'll see you again this time next year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah absolutely. I agree with Frank. And The other thing is, that, look, Sonia Hood, it is so unlikely someone of her standing would come out as confidently as she has in backing Alistair Clarkson if she didn't believe that there was a very strong chance, not more than a strong chance, if she just didn't believe outright the story that he's told her. Um, in terms of the detail of what's happened and her belief, I think, on the back of that, that he's likely to be coming back and coaching us at some point, regardless of when that is and, and when, you know, that finishes, but hopefully before Christmas. So let's assume then if, if she's correct in her thinking and Clark goes back, taking over preseason just before Christmas, let's say, you know, mid-November or December, um, That's that gives six plus months or a year, but basically of Jason Hall and Francis integrated underneath him. Port Adelaide do not want to risk that. That's a, that's a huge risk for them. Anything could happen in 12 months, just as it happened with Chris, Tristan Cherry last year. So they'll, they'll be aware of that. They'll be thinking, this is our one shot. We don't want to blow it or our supporters will never let us... They'll never forgive us if we blow it and he stays at North and ends up winning a couple of brown lows or whatever it is there. Albeit, I don't believe that'll happen. But... <coughs> The, that that's the issue for them. They, they can't now that this has happened, they've called it. They've, they've been talking to the family. They've promised the family. As far as Jason Horn Francis and his family's concerned is he's playing for Port Adelaide next year, but they can't afford to mess it up. So it's the onus is on them to eventually do whatever North asks. And it'll feel like overs and Frank made the good example of Kelly from Geelong, uh, you know, and Cameron, Going to what Geelong had to cough up to get Cameron there, and it's paid off for them. So they'll be thinking. So I think we'll get what we want, and I just hope Brady holds strong right till the you know the bitter end on this. I think he has to.
0: Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I think he will this time. I think he, yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's not going to get pushed over and you know no. just cave to you know, just two first rounders or anything like that. Um, mm. are you look? I know he wants to go home, but why isn't Adelaide in the picture? I'll go with
2: you, Frank. Oh, I think – well, I mean, obviously he he has said that simply that he wants to go to Port. There's obviously that family tie with Fabian Francis uh, and, uh, you know, it's a bit of an ambit claim really, isn't it? I I want to go back to Port Adelaide, but this is where uh, Adelaide probably uh, neck deep in the the Isaac Rankin deal, which uh, probably doesn't give him a lot of ammunition, but this is where you think if this rolls another 12 months – with Adelaide, you, you would think Adelaide would have as much space in their salary cap, if not more, than Port Adelaide. If I'm Port, I don't want to walk for Horn Francis to the pre-season draft with Adelaide sniffing around. Um, uh, I'd be really nervous. So I, I think they're probably just uh, too committed in other deals now to, to to get... And that's probably a bit of a, a you know, a, a smokescreen from his management that I only want to go to Port... Um, but uh, yeah, I think as, as Mark said, Port have seemingly invested a lot in him and, and to get him. And I think that they'd be desperate to get him this year because I don't think you'd want to get Adelaide involved next year with, uh, with uh, fresh draft picks and, and Rankin already on board.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, but it just—I mean—it makes it hard for us to negotiate as well. If there's two people bidding against each other, then you, you're definitely going to get more as far as leverage goes with that. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, if Adelaide, you know, Adelaide might uh, offer us a bit more, and we say, "Well, too bad, you're under contract. You go to where we say you go." So, yeah, I mean, so there's got to be some advantage for clubs. Um, I think I've lost Mark. Uh, yeah, he's just dropped out. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's all right. You. Um, I'm, I'm worried, Frank – I'll try and get him back on – I'm worried, Frank, that uh, we've got too many draft picks at the – like, we've got too many young kids, and do you think we'll have too many more young kids with, with the amount of draft picks we get? Is it better to get more established talent, you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I definitely probably don't want to go too much deeper with the young talent, but that might be where uh, Clarkson has a, a firm idea on the preseason draft and what we might be able to get um, with with that pick but um, I think Logue is, a, is is a good fit there in the middle hmm. you know with his experience hmm. Darcy Tuckers another one and then um, you know who knows what happens with with Brad Hill maybe Clarkson has an idea on someone else that he might be able to get through the preseason draft but um, I think in essence mate it's great that you know, we how important it was that we kept Goldstein. Mm, you know, yeah, with, with, with his experience. Because you think if he, him, and I know Jack Scotty's issues that we've all kind of voiced over the over the years. But um, I think guys like him, uh, Goldstein, and Cunnington, uh, Luke McDonald, they'll be super, super valuable for us to have out on the ground next year just for their experience. How
0: do you think uh, the reception will be for Jason or
2: Francis when if we play Port Adelaide in Melbourne next year? Oh, well, I don't think it'll be good, Dean. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it'll be pretty hostile. But that's all right. You know, I mean, every player faces it. Um, you know, you and I were probably there when Kerry came back against, uh, you know, uh, and played for the Crows. And, um, yeah, so every every player faces it. That's fine, I think. Um, we'd soon forget about it if we if we picked up some young talent and got a, a good trade and and things like that. But supporters have long memories, mate. So, <coughs> pardon me. I think he'll always.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no you're all right, mate. You sound like you're choking on your words. So, yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's that, that happens. Um, yeah. Look, I think you'll be one of the most hated. Um, opposition players for for North for the next ten to fifteen years, I think. Uh, especially if he has a good career, I think uh I don't think we'll be too nice to him. Um and that's part of uh, AFL football, unfortunately. So you're not always gonna get um, you know, the best uh the best of both worlds, especially yeah. when you when when we don't know the true facts, um and that you sort of fled um the sinking ship I'm, as Mark you, uh, jumped back online. More? Oh
1: I'm back, yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. You're back, Mark. So that's good to hear. So we I, I uh, could, we missed you there I could, for a while. I
1: could I could hear you the whole time. I couldn't understand why you couldn't. Hear me. Sorry about that.
0: Nah. Oh, good. Well, we might as well finish um, with mm. Taryn Thomas. Are you now, Mark? Are you worried that he might ask for a trade now because him and Jason Lawrence Francis were a little close? You know, they were good mm. friends. Do you think that might start the rot right now?
1: Um. I don't, I don't think so any longer. I, I think um, I think his salary appears to be an issue for other clubs, uh, which I found amusing. That uh, Matthew Lloyd and of course Kane Corns, who can't help himself, uh, <laughs> about us about him paying him 700k. That mightn't be correct anyway, but if it is correct, well, if that's the reason he hasn't left, I'm, I can't see why that's an issue. We've got plenty of room in our salary cap to be paying. Uh, and someone like him, him, who came third in our best and fairest at a very young age of the year prior, and was flying, uh, albeit yes, you're quite right. Jason Horn Francis come in, built a relationship with him, and suddenly we had issues with both both of them, um, which is why a board member said to me that, that they were very concerned about the, the issues that Jason Horn Francis was causing with culture at the club. I'm pretty sure it had a lot to do with the Taran Thomas situation. But regardless of that, I think uh, no, I don't think he will leave now. I think. If, um, if he wasn't on the salaries on, it might be, there might've been a chance he would leave, but we've got him locked into a contract. And I think we would have said, no, you're staying um, at this point, but never say never. It, it, that could change, but I don't think so. I think, I think he will stay. I think it is going to be difficult for us to get other senior talent in this trade period, just with the amount of confusion surrounding the club. So they, they might have to focus on young players. Patty Dow was someone I'd have a look at right now. Um, given the way he started to mature and play in the VFL, but just couldn't get a game because of Carlton's um, depth in that area. So that they might look at that type of player. But other than that, I think we're going to have to focus on kids again, um,
2: which I don't have a real problem with.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, we're at that stage now anyway. What about yourself, Brent? You No, I was
2: just going to no, yeah. say, uh, touching on Mark's point, um, people tend to forget that there's a salary floor, you know, a salary cap floor, and you've got to pay players. Yes. a certain amount. So I would simply say to anyone that goes, well, Tarrant Thomas isn't worth 700 grand a year. You'd say, well, who at North is worth 700 yeah. grand a year? Most of them would go, well, nobody. Right. And, yeah. you, and that's where you say, well, you have to pay these people. That's the, that's the AFL structure with salary cap. So if you're not paying Tarrant Thomas 700 grand, uh, I mean, you could probably make an excuse that everyone at North should be on 300,000 after this year's <laughs> performance, but that's just not the way it works. Yeah, that, that's no. correct, and we, we'd be front-loading a lot of contracts
1: uh, at the moment. So if someone's on a four-year deal, they they pay them as much as they can the first two years to to make sure we've got plenty of space to bring someone in down the track. So that, of course, they're going to do that with Taran Thomas. It's not an issue. Yeah, ideally, you you'd rather him on a four-year deal earning seven fifty, seven fifty than five hundred, five hundred. But at the at the time, oh. they just thought, and he, he look, he is. Um, he might have. they might have seen him as someone more vulnerable and as someone they needed to pay more to, to lock him in, especially where we were sitting on the ladder. So, you, you know, it's no, no different to the... It's all very well for to, to say, oh, I totally understand why um, GWS or Gold Coast might need to pay people more. Well, if you're on the bottom of the ladder, it's the same no matter which, which club you are. So it's, it's absolutely understand why we paid him that. I've, we've got nothing to apologise for that. And, and it's a good reason we're going to keep him. So thank God we have. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. And I don't No, I'm not too concerned about him leaving. I'm, I'm sure that we all saw his body language towards the end of the year and it wasn't great. Uh, mm. But there's a, a number of things have changed within the club since then. Um, I, like Mark, sort of think uh, the, the, the Clarkson issue will get resolved sooner rather than later. It simply has to. Uh, and uh, I'd I'd expect him to stay um, unless someone came and absolutely threw uh, a King's ransom at us for him. I'd say he stays...
0: Yeah, no, that's 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 yeah, that's fair enough. I, I, yeah, I'm not too sure I can change that quickly. Um, I, I almost think, like yesterday I was thinking, oh, he's probably going to request a trade. Today I'm thinking he's probably not, but then tomorrow could be a completely different story. I mean, we've already seen what's happened in the last 24 hours. Yeah. And sure. um, Yeah, there's always a new story in the AFL at the moment. We've seen Essendon, uh, uh, Essendon's CEO resign after one day um, with a controversial uh, church... Yeah, Yeah. Uh, beliefs, I should say. So, yeah, no, anything could happen. So, yeah, who knows uh, what uh, the next few days will hold for us. But uh, at the moment, it's just Jason and Francis. And yeah, it's good to talk about it and uh, get out of the way. Uh, Do you want to add anything else, Frank, before I let you go? No, mate, that's all. It's uh,
2: other than it's been a pleasure uh, talking to Mark for the first time. But uh, yes, no, uh, it's uh, it's been very good. And uh, we sit with bated breath and see what happens over the next few days with the trade period. Yeah, and what about
0: yourself, Mark?
1: Anything
2: else to add? Ditto to me. It's been a, uh, great to speak to Frank and I'm, uh,
1: and obviously chat to you again. And you know me, I could talk for another hour, but I won't. I'll um, I'll let it go and hope everything works out well for us in the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'm just uh, waiting for the Brad Scott uh, press release to uh, commend what an admirable job uh, the CEO did and. the What's all <laughs> you left behind? Because that's a sort of uh, shit talk he had with us. So I expect him to say something. I mean, that's funny. Like, I'll finish with this. He's already talking about, um, uh, uh, you, know, these pl- you know, the Essendon players want to, you know, they're striving for excellence. So, you know, they're, they're uh, determined to achieve. He hasn't even met him yet. So no. he hasn't even done a, pre- a pre-season training session with him yet. So he's already started the shit talk. So The spin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's good. he was good at that. Mm-hmm. I think we just walked in on it in the end, so... I'll finish with that anyway. Um, listen, boys, thanks very much for coming on the show, and I'm sure I'll chat to both of you soon.
1: Pleasure, boys. Have a, have a great week.
2: Yep, have a good night, boys.
0: So thanks to the, those boys for coming on the show once again. Um, yeah, it was really good to chat about it. Get a bit of a therapy session happening with the whole situation and uh, get it out. Um, obviously, I was a bit frustrated. I think the boys were a bit frustrated with the whole situation, but um, we're trying to see light at the end of the tunnel. So anyways, that's it for this episode. Um, I will be back probably later in a week uh, to do more players review. There'll probably be more news knowing our luck uh, with all the um, happenings um, that have been happening pretty much over the course of the last six months. I really do feel uh, r- really do feel for uh, Sonia Hood and this whole situation. I don't think she could have uh, come into a worse situation with all the controversy that's happened over the past six months. With And every time we seem to get something good happen... Yeah, it uh, seems to turn uh, into shit pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, no, I commend her for holding her head up high and still trying to do her job. So, yeah, good on her for that. Um, Once again, thanks to all you lovely listeners. Um, All the retweets, likes, comments you do for the show, I really appreciate it. Um, It's getting out to... To more people, and yeah no i'm really uh, enjoying all the interactions i 'm having with you guys and and girls as well, so yeah no I, I really appreciate you all for doing that you don't have to do that, and yeah no, it really means a lot to me that um, yeah you, you guys and girls can do that and um, yeah no it's, uh, it's 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 great yeah i can't uh, can't talk much more at the moment, so that's that's how well I'm going um, yeah, like I said i'll be back later in a week um. Don't forget the girls are playing this Saturday on the Twilight game five ten back at Arden Street uh, against you know the mighty Brisbane Lions, the Premiership favourites, Brisbane Lions. So get down and try and support them. And that's it. So today I will leave a shout out to Blake Grimer. Bye for now.